The Neo Reality Entertainment brand expands with a relaunch of the Neo Reality Collective Pop Culture News Talk. Your host, Eric Brown, gives his insights and thoughts in the ever-expanding news world of comic books, professional wrestling, gaming, TV, and movies. Be sure to donate to the brand and keep up to date with additional content on YouTube channels such as Neo Reality Entertainment, NRE The Wrestleverse, and NRE Pop Culture Omniversa. Welcome everyone to Neo Reality Collective Pop Culture News and Reviews Talk. I'm your host, Eric Brown, and today we're back again with the new Golden Age stuff. Yeah, this is part of that new DC publishing initiative they're doing. Basically, it's like Infant Frontier and it's following up on certain plot threads that the writer Jeff Johns had written before his sudden disappearance. Because there was going to be a Stargirl series that never really materialized, and there was going to be a Justice Society follow-up that didn't materialize from all the way back at Doomsday Clock and Rebirth. And this also follows up on Flashpoint Beyond, which is also following up on the Infinite Frontier's secondary trilogy storyline, uh, Justice League Incarnate. So, which follows after Flashpoint Batman Thomas Wayne was, quote, killed by Darkseid, only to be sent back to his his time, and hijinks ensued, and it turns out they're in a bubble, and apparently if they did something, it would have caused the destruction of all reality, because the time hunters are, because the hunters are, because the time-traveling duos are morons. Yeah, it's kind of that thing. So then after the conclusion of Flashpoint Beyond, they reveal that there are about a dozen or so heroes that were lost to time and locked away by, well, the, the, by Rip Hunter and his band of merry misfits. (laughs) The Time Masters just plucked people out of history for some reason. They never explained. They just said that they just did it. Okay. And then we had a new character revealed to us at the end of Flashpoint Beyond who had nothing to do with the story. Instead, it focuses on the aftermath of Doomsday Clock from Watchmen because I'm pretty sure Alan Moore wasn't pissed enough as is. So what happened was... We got a character that was being drawn by Gary Frank to continue the Watchmen tradition because Gary Frank is awesome and he was the one who wrote, who drew Doomsday Clock with Jeff Johns. They reveal the character Nostalgia is looking for the Watchmen. And not the group Watchmen, the THE Watchmen, Watchman as they're calling him, who I can only assume is the Clark character that, uh, that Dr. Manhattan raised from the descendants of Mine and Marionette. The son of my marionette that was raised by Doctor Str- by Doctor Manhattan, and I don't know why I said Strange. I was suddenly watched. I was suddenly thinking Doctor Strange. I've been so used to that. But yeah, Doctor Manhattan, and he died, passing on his powers onto Clark, and he's raised by uh, by uh, Silk Silk Spectre and Owl and Night Owl. So yeah, it, it, it's kind of those things you just have to somehow accept. And, yeah. So, it was announced that there would be... In this press release that was released back in August, it was announced that 
that the new Golden Age from DC starts this November. Spinning out of the conclusion of A Flash Bond Beyond, the new Golden Age starts the strangest mystery to ever play in the DC Universe. Oh no, hyperbole. The Justice Society of America return on an ongoing series by Jeff Johns and Michael Young. Uh, A.K.A. the guy who somehow draws like everything is Telltale Games. And the six-issue Stargirl that lost children on sale November 15th by Jeff Johns and Todd Newick. So, <laughs> let me think about that. So the Justice Society of America series, uh, when they announced it was an ongoing... And then right before release, they changed it to, oh, well, it's back to being a 12-issue miniseries, because... Is Jeff Jones even doing anything else besides writing? Like, I know just some film, but he's no longer in the in that big position he was in. Um, in fact, I don't even know if he's still doing anything with film. I mean, like, he did work on Stargirl, the, the TV show, but that's over now. Um... It ends after his third season, so... Yeah. Um... I know he's writing Geiger, and he's writing that, um, the unnamed universe, the Geiger, Geiger, and all the other original stuff, but he worked on multiple books before at the same time, and the fact that he somehow did that amazes me to this day. But maybe it's because he's gotten older, and he can't work the same amount of books like he used to, and he can't commit to an ongoing series because if he does, then he will have to probably put some stuff on the back burner. And he's already writing two titles in F as is. And he has to also establish a whole a whole universe in his uh, image comic stories. So, I don't know, with Mad Ghost Productions. From the 1940s to the 3040s, the great heroes across the DC timeline take on the great evils of their era. But in the aftermath of Flashpoint and Beyond, those heroes and villains will have their lives turned upside down for the past into the far future. See, this is a story all about how their life got flipped turned upside down. I want to take a minute to sit right there and I will tell you how we became the Prince of DC. I had to. The new Golden Age one-shot from Jeff Johns lands at comic book shops on November 8th, which has already passed, and will unlock DC's epic and secret written history of heroism, launching a new group of titles with the Justice Society of America and Stargirl the Lost Children. I'm happy to be writing these two titles, each one of them focused on celebrating and expanding the history and far future of heroism in the DC Universe, exploring unseen heroes, villains, and adventures alongside the ones we all know and love. Our goal is to delve into the neglected corners of the DCU with this new group of titles, from the JSA to the Legion and all those who operate between. It's a story where superheroes came from, where they are going, and why they're always going to be needed. And the synopsis teasing this. DC's future and its past will never be the same again. Oh, oh no, it's never going to be the same again? Oh no, wait, uh, don't we get that advertisement like in every single book nowadays? Heck, even the normal ongoing series and miniseries that don't even involve massive retcons to the DC Universe or changing or making a big event, they're all saying it will affect the DC Universe forever. It, it's kind of played out. They could just focus on the one character going on and how this will affect their lives, but yeah, it's kind of kind of annoying, isn't it? <laughs> but how are my and Marionette connected to this? Why are the Rip Hunter and the Time Masters the most unlikable heroes in the DC Universe? And who or what is Nostalgia? 
Don't miss the start of the strangest mystery to ever plague the DC Universe. So we had some uh, announcements of the title, such as the new Golden Age one-shot, which is sort of like basically Jeff Johnson's way of doing a rebirth, but not ever seriously saying GSA rebirth. And we got Justice Society of America, Stargirl and the Lost Children. Those are the current stuff going on in the Golden Age story, in the new Golden Age stuff. And one of the things that have been teasing, they have been teasing in the announcements is the return of Helena Wayne, aka the Huntress of Batman and Catwoman. Yes, I, I, I know, just bear with me on that. So, the daughter of Batman and Catwoman is somehow showing up and yet the DC universe is like this is still set in the same DC universe this isn't like on Earth 2 or anything and there are significant connected threads they put with Jeff Johns' work but yeah they're bringing in a character from the far future of the current DC timeline and bringing her probably into the present what happens after the series after the series is over? Does she get killed off, or does she go back to her own time and now altered? Okay. Or is this like something that's gonna be set in stone until the next group of editorial decisions are made? Well, we won't know until it happens. So let's buckle down and get into this. As we tune after these messages, we'll be delving right into the new Golden Age number one by Jeff Johns from a variety of artists and see what the new era of DC is going to bring to us for the hundredth time again. Peace out. Okay, everybody, let's dig right into the new Golden Age, or as I call it, the JSA Rebirth, because that's what this basically sounds like. Oh, boy. So we cut to November 22nd, 10 years from now, at Gotham Elementary School. Elna, wait up! That's when the make a snow angel goes to... Oh, God, this... Wait, this is elementary and she's already cursing? Oh, God. Why does it... Why do you always turn everything into a competition? Because I like to win! I don't know, Helena. The, your angel kind of looks like a bat. More like a cat to me. And then a gust of wind blows around her as she tries to realize something. Have you ever seen the boogeyman? I mean, depends on how you define it. I have. I've seen him all my life. Hovering over my crib, standing outside my window, watching me at school. I call him the stranger. Um... What? I mean... I know you don't know your father's Batman. Shouldn't you tell your parents there's a creepy guy and considering this is the DC universe, they probably believe you? You're growing up so fast, Helena. Ah, so, um... He looks like the Joker, but without the face paint and the green hair. He stares at me and smiles. And I guess the wind blows and then she disappears. Then the guy disappears. Then he's gone. I'm left shaking, feeling as cold as a grave, and wondering, what does he want with me? I pray the stranger doesn't come back, but he always does. I never feel safe and I want to hide. I don't know where are you going? I've lived in fear 
nightmare until the day I decided to fight back. This is my story, but I came to learn later that it didn't start with me. It began a long, long time ago. Cue the Star Wars theme music. Oh wait, this is still the DC Universe, it's not that. November 22nd, 1940. No pictures yet, Johnny. I'm still working on my costume. The hood's not right. I think it's important we capture this moment, the moment, Rex. So, <laughs> we're at the iconic JSA meeting where they were getting their first photo, photo at the table where now they've got better chairs and stools. There was a time when masked heroes were brand new, when the world had never heard of the Justice Society of America. The entire team is here, Alan Scott proclaimed. For now, Alan, but there will be more, many more. I dreamt about it. We got a couple of honest to goodness fortune tellers between you and Kent, don't we, Wes? Wes, I prefer Wesley, or the Sandman, please. Hey, Dr. Fate, how many kids are Mary and I gonna have? The future I see, Adam, are only possibilities. Reveal to me so that great tragedy might be avoided. Naboo's magic is not to be used for entertainment. Ha! This is the DC Universe, especially the Golden Age. So we expect that's going to be convinced. Oh, come on, Kent. I, I know you, what you see isn't written in stone until it comes to pass, but will you humor a boy in love with a girl who barely knows he exists? How many kids? Dr. Fate crosses his arms and Kyle looks away. At least one. Hot dog, I knew it. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when people would say hot dog back then. Oh god. Oh gosh. I feel a little bit young. I'm not I'm not comfortable knowing the future of my personal life. Even if it's only a possibility? Yeah, if I had to take a guess why Alan Scott's not comfortable about it, it's because uh he doesn't reveal who he really is. He's not L he doesn't reveal his LGBTQ status until Decades later in the DC timeline, so when he's an old man, so yeah. Heck, I'm game. Ah, Jay Garrick. Joe and I are already talking about starting a family. Yeah, do Flash. How many kids? I see. Children lost. Oh, well, that was depressing. And we see the stranger going ahead and plucking a whole bunch of kids around him into a giant vortex, it seems. With a girl who just happens to look like. Like Jay Garrick, screaming out, Dead! Dead! The stranger's here and he's kidnapping children! I'm pretty certain DC's not trying to make it as weird as it looks, but it looks kind of weird like that. And Dr. Fate explodes, essentially, as power overloads and Hawk Hawkman is freaking out. Kent, is he alright? <laughs> the helmet! Get it off! Get it off! Ow, it's hot as a stovetop. It's stuck is what it is. Please, God. It's too much. I saw. I saw tomorrow. November 22nd, 33,022. Eh, well, at least we won't have the coronavirus that time around. But we will have that new deadlier virus that's the sequel to coronavirus in 2020. In 3,020. 3020. Oh god, I'm old. Uh, so yeah, we see the ruins of the old Justice Society of America where they first met, 
and we get the logo and it's and the writer, artists, and colorists, and the whole shebang, including variant covers and all that. They were saying that Gary Frank was going to have an artwork cover, but then he never did it. He It never showed up, so uh, sadly we never got that. So we see the remnants of the old Justice Society of America music room, and yeah, green light spews out from the darkness. We may have had to evacuate half of old New York, but we finally found it. The Brownstone. The Leecher Stewards may think they're the only champions the 31st century needs, but the Justice Society is about to rise again. Ah, so we see a descendant seemingly of Alan Scott or just a legacy hero who took on the mantle of the Lantern. And someone, and we see a female Dr. Fate, and we see, uh, <laughs> Radiant? From Image Comics? Radiant Black from Image Comics? Huh. Okay. Who cares about Flight Ring when we got Atomic Powerhouse Imaginary and that sprocking gold helmet, right? What? I don't know, Adam. There's something not quite right here. The helmet allows me to see the future, but suddenly I see none. There is no tomorrow. And then she gets her neck snapped. That's right. Well, you brutally killed a woman. Your granddaughter said the same thing 57 years from now. Or she would have before me. So I see the strangers all about now killing kids. It always starts with the death of Dr. Fate. Soon the blood of every generation will be on my hands. And with that, redemption. You're bleeding. We cut back to to the past of the 1940s. I'm not impervious to pain, our man. The helmet, the voice is so loud sometimes. You sound like you don't want to put it back on. To tell you, the, tell you all the truth, I never want to. But I feel I have a responsibility now to keep the world safe from the dangers that lie ahead. We all share that burden, Kent. We may have come together to help our great country during this trying time, but we help each other, too. Agreed, Jay. Whatever you saw, Kent, you won't face it alone. That's just it, Alan. I see the potential dangers ahead clearly, but this time it's like a blind spot. A blur like that I can't make out, lurking just outside my peripheral vision. I sense it even now, watching us. I'm going to check your eyes. We cut to November 22nd, 1976. There's nothing wrong with my eyes, Charles. There isn't now, and there wasn't then. Then, meaning the first meeting of the JSA, that's what happened the first time. The Adam was asking me to do parlor tricks, peering into the possible features he and the others might have when it came to their families, their children. There's someone I saw or heard or know, but her name, her name escapes me. Charles, I think she's from Salem. What's wrong with me? Well, you did have a building fall on top of you last week. <laughs> and the editorial continuity note says, All the way back in All-Star Comics number 61. God damn it. So, yeah, we're, we're going that far back. It's not that. I remember dying, too, centuries from now. The helmets played havoc with your memories over the years. 
Need some rest. Excuse us, uh, Dr. Fate. We wanted to make sure you were all right. Hey. And then we get... Um... This is the part where things get confusing. We get... Karen Star, A.K.A. Power Girl. A.K.A. The Supergirl from Earth 2 on Earth 1 or Earth 0 or New Earth or Prime Earth and she's here in the past and how is she here if the if they have established that she's a multiversal anomaly in the present but and technically related to Superman who hasn't shown up yet by the DC sliding timescale ruling and like wait I mean oh god it makes no sense oh god what is happening man what is happening he looks fine Sylvester so let's get back to business and then she punches the cabinet because that was nice we took down Vulcan and all those other creeps. So now the kid and I want to go out to the Injustice Society ourselves. What? No, we do not. Yes, we do. I'm tired of having to prove myself to everyone. We're in training, Power Girl. They don't want us in the JSA. Hey, Sylvester. They would rather stay to a bunch of old men than allow some new blood, let alone a woman who has power like mine. <sighs> uh, Wonder Woman is part of this group. Wonder Woman would say a different Power Girl, being a member of this team for decades. And we want a new generation to pick up the bat baton. Because we old men aren't going to be around forever. The helmet, its power, and its curses. Yeah, I would like to also mention, um, you will be around forever. You have established the linear verse, according to Dan Jurgens, and that somehow makes everyone who's from the 40 make every character that was from the 40s to the present the same but they age just a little bit just to identify just to get things working but then that will lead to questions of when we reach over 100 years past world war ii and we still wonder why you're the same age same old age you were at i know it will find its way to someone else one day for better or for worse. We cut to the present. I thought we were meeting someone who could tell me how the helmet works. We are, Khaled, except you mentioned a bar. It's, I'm not really into bars, sir. Don't call me sir, okay? It's insulting. I'm not a big drinker and I don't like the crowds. Hey, that sounds like me. There are also health reasons to consider. Definitely me in the future. They don't allow smoking, do they, um, Dr. Mr. Champ? If they didn't allow smoking, they'd go out of business. Can we just go? I have to be at the hospital by 8 tomorrow. Don't worry about your job. I called and quit for you. You what? You don't have time for some lame internships now that you're Dr. Fate. Yes, that is why I stole your life and got ahead and made you lose your job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. That helmet comes from a lot of responsibilities. So does a leash on my apartment. You know, maybe this was a bad idea. Everything as Dr. Vape was going perfectly fine. 
You think so? Sure. But the thing is, your great-uncle had the spirit of Naboo rattling around in that golden helm when he wore it. Naboo was an all-know-it-all punk. I'm glad he's gone, but this new spirit had it? She's a complete unknown. We gotta vet her. As soon as we find Dead Man, we'll get, we'll get some ex to him to exercise her spirit out of that helmet so we can have a little sit-down. Why don't you just ask her to come out voluntarily? Well, um... I didn't think of that, to be honest. Oh, for fuck's sake. Mr. Champ. Detective Champ, you are a moron. How many times do I have to tell you, Bobo? No shoes, no service. I don't see you wearing any weld. I only work the... Work the door. Well, I don't have time to go shopping. Sorry, rules of the house. Maybe we should... Listen to the bear and go find a Starbucks? Open your eyes, Kevin. And he transforms into Doctor Fate. Are you okay, kid? Kid? Hanat, she's telling me to uh, look before it's too late. But I don't know where to. Oh no! The eyes widen in terror. I think someone's gonna break my neck. He killed Sophie, and I'm gonna kill him. Your will is young, Lantern, inexperienced. As the stranger wipes away the young Lantern's power and instantly kills him, gone. And so falls another GSA. It's not the ring of the green fire inside that I'm afraid of. It's getting too close to everyone. What would the others think? Derby? What would they say? If your friends in the GSA are anything like me, Alan, they say, so what? Oh my god. This is real? You see the pictures, don't you? What it mean? It means the commies got their own superheroes now. Alan, what is it? The Soviet. He is Bach. He always comes back. So it turns out the Soviets have their own Red Lantern, and they burn down a Navy ship. Dozens dead. Hmm. When I was 12, I saw the stranger at my recital. I couldn't play, I froze. Disappointed my teacher, my parents, myself. I practiced so hard. The stranger smiled after I started crying. And before, and before anyone else saw him, he vanished. But who was he? Where did he go? The stranger is watching the JSA and then disappears. Mostly Alan Scott. I had to march up on there and shove that microphone where the sun doesn't sign. Don't you threaten this committee. I'll have you arrested the very second, Adam. And, or whoever you really are. So, yeah, it turns out the stranger can teleport through time and is stepping on a platform to, to go all the way to October 31st, 1951. I'm only going to ask once more, take off your masks. Tell us your names. Prove your loyalty to the United States of America. I mean... They helped fight in World War II, that wasn't enough evidence. The night after the mother recital, I promised myself I wasn't going to be afraid of the stranger anymore. So I made a plan to hurt him like he hurt me. Wherever I was, I was going to be ready. I wasn't going to be running away anymore. Weeks later, I heard someone in the house. So she grabbed a knife, kept it in her coat, and I'm trying to wonder how the school didn't detect this. And considering how the current state of the world in real life is, um, this kind of creeps me out. 
Weeks later, I heard someone in the house. I crept out of the room, out of my room. I saw the figure in the shadows, and all my terror from years of haunting turned into rage. And then she stabs, and is shocked to discover Batman bleeding from his ribcage. So, should we consider this a, a launch problem or a design problem? So, yeah, about a little bit later, uh, we're in the kitchen. Batman is nursing his stabbed wound after he tended himself. And then he just tells his daughter, I'm Batman. And then she just asks, does mom know? Meanwhile, we cut back to 13 years ago new to a museum that talks about the spirit of Naboo's little guest heart at the goddess of eternity as Catwoman's breaking in and stealing a magic ring. I'd be leery of wearing that is the cursed sun ring of Hollet. The thieves who have worn that ring risk being driven mad by only seeing a glimpse of what I see. Eternity. You're that old magic man, huh? Nice helmet. Looks expensive. And she tries to nab it, which fails miserably. Ugh, god damn it. And yeah, they go through a gratuitous amount of dead bodies of Naboo and yeah. After she managed to remove Dr. Fate's helmet. I'm pretty sure that would be much tougher to remove than what we got. Sorry, Doc, but I know that hell of yours could cause me some trouble. The end always starts with me. Dr. Fate dies. Dr. Fate dies, and then moments later, the stranger is going to kill your daughter. When your daughter joins the GSA, she's going to die with the rest of us. My daughter? I'm not one for kids. Be seeing you, Doc. Don't worry. Family's not in my future. Oh, Catwoman. It was at one point, and then it stopped, and then Crisis on Infinite Earths happened, and everything worked out all right at the end, and then it didn't. You understand why I do this now? Oh, yeah, so we got to the Batcave in the future, past whatever, as Batman is showing his daughter his dark secrets. You understand why I do this now? I have to combat rock and roll. It is my sworn enemy. Yes, but... Why did they? And then Catwoman gets pissed. Ruth! What have you done? How could you do this? Expose her to all of it after what happened to Tim? Oh, wait, Tim's dead? Stephanie? Wait, Stephanie's dead? Damien? Wait, Damien is dead? Even the Joker's son? What? Even the Joker's son? Oh, yeah, we're, we're going back on that. Yeah, remember when I mentioned how this has connected threads to Jeff Johns' work? Yeah, that includes three Jokers, and, well, considering the hijinks that went down there... Um... <laughs> God damn it. So... Naturally, it's pissed. And then Bruce tries to calmly explain to her this, what happened, but she's not listening to it. She's... She stabbed me, and I'll do worse if she puts on a mask and a cape. 
that's not my intention, Selena. It never is, Bruce, but it happens. You bring these kids in, convince them they have a greater destiny at hand, then you turn your back on them when they break. <gasps> yeah, that, that sounds right. Not my daughter. Never her. You promised me. My mom told my dad that if he didn't retire that very night, she was going to take me and go somewhere he'd never find us. Mom knew he could never really hide from Dad. Dad knew that too, but he loved Mom, so he quit being Batman. Ugh, goddammit. Pretty sure uh, a certain Danny boy is currently ranting and raving at the, at the stars. As the stranger creepily watches from outside the window, It's almost time, Helena. And history will be rewritten. You're going to assassinate the President of the United States or something if I don't do something about it? So we cut to April 2nd, 1848 at Bel Air, Maryland. <sighs> what? I would never do that. I don't want to hurt anyone. And, well, except my brother Edwin, he's awfully mean. I'd hate to tell you this, John, but you're going to shoot the president in the head while he's watching a play at Ford's Theater. Why? Oh, God damn it. Um. Um. I'm going to ask this certain question. Why is this kid from the future, obviously, telling John Wilkes Booth he's going to kill Lincoln when he's a kid? Who knows? Probably to get famous because you blow it as an actor. I mean, the whole world knows your name on account of what you did. Really? The whole world knows who I am? Just because I'm talking to you about it instead of suffocating you in the crib. You aren't allowed to hurt babies since we're basically superheroes. Heck, I've seen history a thousand times, probably more. So don't go assassinating anybody, nobody, right? We got a deal? Corky! You get your buck bat in here right this second! Ah, oh, dang. Uh, what, what is this? Um... My sister and her friends in a horse carriage is from the north. Anyway, remember what I said about assassination and all that? <laughs> See ya! And... And then he and his Time Masters disappear. The whole world's gonna know my name. Congratulations, Corker! You killed Lincoln! Oh, God damn it! Just some... Who was that, Corky? Just some farmer kid? Really? You seem familiar. Once again, you are not to talk to anyone without my permission. And, oh, gee, Bonnie, lay off, will ya? What is it, Rip? A literal ticking clock, Jeff. Our target, its tachyon trail, is going cold. Wait, the tachyons? My God. We have to find him before we lose it. For good. Another issue has come up. Apparently, some of the 13 were lost before they could get reintegrated back into the 1940s. The children. I'll go find them. Um, me and Crockett. Oh, uh, what a wonderful idea. Let's entrust the sidekicks we already irresponsibly removed from history to a boy and his raccoon. You just... he. I mean, like, you have a point. He just inspired a kid, John Wilkes Booth, to eventually assassinate the president. Who helped win? Who helped America stop end the Civil War? 
Oh god damn it, the time masters are dumb. I think I'm starting to get why why they're the most hated in the DCU, because they literally killed Lincoln. Hey, at least I'm willing to volunteer for something, Jeff. All you do is whine about how we're gonna blow up history. Your superhero name should be the Warrywart. Now oh, don't worry, I'm pretty sure that was a thing in the Golden Age. Or Silver Age. Corky, you utter one more word before we get back to the 21st century, and I swear to God, I'm with your sister, Corky. We're dropping you back at the lab. We have enough to deal with right now. We have to find Dreeberg before he finds before he's found by someone else. His biological parents. We cut to Mighty Marionette painting on the no doubt in a room. You see, all it needed was a fresh coat of paint. With a baby in the carriage. In the crib. Awesome Andius is fangirl. Come on, Babastus. Wow. We got a long way to go. Oh, so she's, um... So Nostalgia managed to somehow get all the way to Antarctica to... to the to the poles and is at the spot where Dr. Manhattan killed Rorschach. Because we see Rorschach's hat in the snow. Or worse yet, Reggie Long. Why would Reggie be interested... Like, at least I get Mighty Marionette and Ozymandias' fangirl nostalgia, but, like, what does Reggie Long get from going after Ma Dr. Manhattan's adopted son? I'm like, I thought he got redeemed. We have to find this boy before anyone else does. They're coming, Sally. Do you think my mom sent them? Oh, no, not these people. Well, she's still gonna kill us. Don't worry. Your parents will come to understand. It's our generation's turn now. Tomorrow belongs to the young. So we cut back to 18 years from now because the timeline is a bottle of wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. My dad said he finally understood that moment I was born. Suddenly when he thought of tomorrow, he said he didn't see his future anymore. He saw mine. So Helena Wayne is currently playing on a piano before she hears a scream. Oh God, no! Let me cut to the now. Oh, whatever you saw, Dead Man's gonna help us with this kid. And don't overpromise. I'm not really experienced with Egyptian gods. Maybe we should find someone who is. Oh god damn it. So Detective Chimp, your idea was to go to Dead Man, who's not experienced with Egyptian gods. When you could have went to the freaking Blue Beetle, who has more of a connection with the Egyptian pantheon. Especially after Jeff Johns retconned the history of the Scarab Beetle, of the Blue Beetle Scarab, and established that, yes, the Blue Beetle Scarab is magical, not scientific, even though we've had so many freaking stories saying it's scientific. Goddamn. But I want to help! Oh, Corky, shut up. You've done all plenty already, Corky. And then we cut back to now. Well, we cut from now to 18 years from now. Mom? God, please tell me it's not true. So, you can show me the future, huh? 13 years ago? Okay. Are you trying to be like Tom King? I get the feeling you're trying to be like Tom King. You see what you want to see. But what you see, not always truth. So... 
according to this narrative, after when we see the next panel, Reggie Long Rorschach killed Batman. I think. And Helen Wayne screams out and cries when she realizes what was being told. When I was 18, my father was murdered. As Selena Kyle is breaking down in tears being held held by the JSA by specifically Judy Garrett, Power Girl, Alan Scott somehow in the future, even though he should be dead by this point, I think, and Dr. Fate. I swore I'd find his killer and throw him off the tallest building in Gotham. But when I did know was that this mission of vengeance and so it would take me back to the beginning, to the center of a conspiracy to murder not only those who fought for justice, but the entire society that started it all. My name is Helena Wayne. I am the Batman's daughter. I am the Huntress. Whether my mom wants me to be or not. To be continued in Justice Society of America, number one. We then get a series, a series of who's who in the DC Universe. Yeah, I'm not kidding. We're getting a Who's Who series of... We're, for the first time in decades, we see the Who's Who guide for the missing heroes of the DC Universe that we read, that were, quote, brought back into the DC timeline after the events of Flashpoint Beyond. We got the Golden Age Aquaman. We got the Ross, Betty Ross and Molly Pitcher. Yeah, that, that's just the thing now. And we get, like, full details about them. Like, these characters, like... They even mention how they appear in certain comic books that were released decades or or many... Or just that were either released not too long ago or from long ago that never really happened. They're just trying to say that this is a retcon that says if you want to know where you could believably see them come in, it was these. We get the Cherry Bomb... We get the Harlequin Sun. We got John Henry Jr. We got Judy Garrick, aka The Boom. You know it's all about the boom. Adam Cole, baby. You know it's all about the boom. Adam Cole, baby. What are you doing? Silence. Ladybug. Legionnaire, who has, um, let me just explain this. It's completely redacted and everything. We're not told anything about this character, only that we'll know that he'll be back later. Mr. Miracle! There's another Mr. Miracle. Didn't we get another one with a miniseries just recently a few years back? Quiz Kid! Salem the Witch Girl! The Red Lantern. So yeah, all these missing heroes, especially with the with the tie-in event known as Stargirl and the Lost Children miniseries, where Stargirl and Red Arrow will be not Red Arrow. I, I'm trying to remember her name. There's like so many Arrow-based characters that I forgot, but uh, yeah. They'll be on a mission that follows up on their one-shot story that will basically follow up on all this plot missing stuff going on with the lost children. We'll have to see where that goes down the road. That issue's already out, so you can see it then if you and you can check it out at stores if you want. But um Yeah, so that's it for 
the new golden age number one shot, or as I like to call it, JSA Rebirth, because that's what essentially it is. The artwork has a, there was a wide variety of artists. It's not just one artist for every consistent part, uh, for every consistent panel. But so yeah, the artwork varied from time to time. The Time Masters are morons, and the JSA look like they're gonna have to clean up their entire mess because the timeline's all gonna be wibbly wobbly more than ever. And someone's after Doctor Manhattan's adopted son, the Watchman. And either it's Reggie Long, Maya Marionette when they find out. Or it's Nostalgia, a.k.a. Ozymandias fangirl. Which, that leads to a question, aren't they on a different Earth, so couldn't they just go to the different Earth and look for him there? Or are they fully integrating the Watchmen timeline into the main DC timeline and they have to somehow explain how this works? Oh, and if you're wondering, turns out they already started recanoni- they started canonizing the Golden Age about during the Dark Crisis event, specifically in the tie-in Flash, where Jay Garrick sees uh, sees Linda Park, aka Linda West, uh, go ahead and dress up since she has speed powers now. Just go with me on that, and he starts to have a memory like, wait, I get the weirdest feeling of deja vu, Judy. And then he stops himself, realizing, why did I say that? So, does that mean this story takes place bef- after? Like, I, I get, the, the new Golden Age can at least theoretically take place before Dark Crisis, and GSA could take place after Dark Crisis, so I can at least get it. But then that still raises the question, where the hell would the GSA from before the Dark Crisis started? Where, why did no one bring them up at all? Why were they just suddenly out and coming out of nowhere? No, we're not going to get an answer. We're not even going to get an answer for why is Power Girl in the main continuity timeline and not just on Earth 2, because that's what her origin and establishment they remade from Infinite Crisis after they tried to put her in the main continuity, but that didn't work out. So I'm so confused. Okay, enough about that. So, yeah, the writing is actually pretty good, even with the plot, even with the inquiries, and maybe it'll be answered in the miniseries, we'll see, since this is a continuous shared universe, so maybe they'll answer it down the road during the GSA series or the Stargirl series. We'll have to see. We don't know. As much as I don't like Jeff Johns as much, considering what the stories came out about him during his time at DC Studios and whatnot... He lets me real. He's a damn good writer when he's when he's able to, and maybe some time away from from DC was a good thing, especially since he started working on his own original material with Image Comics. So maybe this rebirthing of his superhero of the superhero stuff from DC would be kind of interesting. Now, personally, I would actually also love a challenge from him if he decided to go to Marvel and work some stuff. That would be cool, though he might mess up the X Men from Hickman stuff, and then that would be pissing me off. Oh, damn it. Uh, so much to choose. He has so many names to work with. But well, that probably will never happen again since DC tends to try and keep him as an exclusive of their show, for their products. So, yeah, we'll have to see what goes on with DC in this new run for Jeff Johns at DC Comics. As part of the Mad Ghost Production Studio. 
But that's about it. Maybe we'll talk about Star Wars the Lost Children in the GSA series. Uh, not 100% certain on that yet, but you know, the future is never written, so we'll have to see. Your future is whatever you make of it, so make it a good one. So, this was your host, Eric Brown of Neo, Neo Reality Collective, Paul Culture News and Reviews Talk. Feel free to check my other content on YouTube, Twitter, and all that stuff. Uh, and I'll see you all again. Stay tuned for the size ad break and outro, and we'll see you all again next time. Peace and take care, and keep on popping. Be sure to donate to the brand and keep up to date with additional content on YouTube channels such as Neo Reality Entertainment, NRE The Wrestleverse, and NRE Pop Culture Omniversa.